0: Last week on Dice and Pixels. We played Unturned, and Q-Ball cut his co-players in half with a chainsaw. Significant parts of the show were removed due to the offensive and inappropriate material. Co-host Snap joined the show, only to be chased away and mentally scarred for life by the image of Puck doing parkour in a mankini. And Puck searched his Steam library for some of the best reviews, but all he could find was soup. And now, the continuation.
1: Welcome to episode 14. Nine. Welcome to episode 10. Nine. Oh, Welcome God. to it's episode, episode nine. Eight. Eight. It's eight. nine. It's eight. Nine. It's eight. Nine. Eight was last week. Okay. Welcome to episode nine of uh, Dyson Pixels. This is Puck. This is a very sad cue ball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Uh, We've got a a fantastic show for you Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be
0: awesome. On this week's show, we've got a big announcement for our first Awesome Dice and Pixels event coming up on the 8th of December. So keep the day free. Uh, We'll be looking at some great games, including the closed beta of Forts, Abbey, Dungentris, and Novus Inceptio. It's going to be good. So how are you going this week, Puck? What's been happening in the world of the Dutch Potato Land? Ah, Dutch Potato Land. Oh, sorry, Dutch Potato Land. That's just... Dutch Potato Land? I'm getting like an Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz style. Okay,
1: that sounds delicious. Tim Burton's Dutch Potato Land. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, it's like just potatoes covered in cinnamon. (laughs) um yeah yeah so we've got a couple things going on uh first of all we um are changing the structure of our games at ace comics so if you play at ace comics on a tuesday night uh this announcement is for you we've we've plastered this all over our facebook pages we have one week is our closed game week so what that means is that um, you either need to be invited into one of those games or um already be allocated into them. So um, that closed week is an opportunity for our DMs to actually play. Um, So um, the other fortnight, however, is going to be very, very open. We have about nine DMs um, who are ready, able, willing, and sexually active, ready to... um, That's a terrifying thought. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, (laughs) Who Mm. are going to be running games, not just D&D. We'll also be running, um, uh, I believe we're running an Apocalypse World... A table, a shadow run table, and a whole bunch of board games. Really? Mm -hmm. Stop calling tabletop
0: games board games. If it doesn't have a board, it's not a board game.
1: Card games. We're going to play Munchkin. There you go. Really, it's not a board game. Um, And we've got uh, Max, who is one of our DMs. Um, He is actually going to be running all of those tabletop and card game and board games that we're going to be doing. So, I used to know a dog called Max. Yeah, good old Max. That's,
0: uh, Max is really into dogs. That's a completely uninteresting segue I've
1: done that. No, but you may see on Facebook, I like constantly tag pictures of dogs and stuff to Max. Is this the same reason you send pictures of cats to me? Because yes. of my demented cat. I love your cat, though. <laughs> my wife still wants me to steal your cat. You're not stealing my cat. I, I sent my wife a photo of your cat, and she just texted back, steal it. <laughs> can't. Revenge of the Gith, a little bit of news on that. Um, as some of you may know, Revenge of the Gith is the campaign that I've written with my wife. Um, we are just putting the finishing touches on the last two episodes today. So, that is now complete and the ending of this campaign. Uh, now, I feel like I'm a little bit biased.
0: But I think it's fan fucking tastic. You might be a bit biased. Yeah. You might be a bit biased. You're not allowed to do that. Stephen King doesn't come out and go, This is the best book yes, that he does. anyone has ever
1: written. He does that all the time. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, You're but not anyway, Stephen King. No. Um, and the other thing, of course, is the Labyrinth event coming up uh, in January. Uh, we've just actually gotten off the phone not long That's ago. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, Labyrinth, Labyrinth of the Gods is going to, I think, I'm gonna formally make this announcement. We are going to make Labyrinth of the Gods, an annual competition. Yeah. We, 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 we now have a Sydney team that's coming up. We also have an Adelaide team that's coming up. Um, I also know somebody in Melbourne who's trying to organise a Melbourne team to come up. Oh, my God. So, um, we have artificially capped our number of players at 40, but I'm thinking we'll actually You're increase that. You're probably going to exceed that. we we'll are going fi- to have to. We will find DMs. The prizes...
0: Day and level, up I this know stuff. so.
1: We'll be announcing uh next week formally uh what all of our different prize draws are. So, currently, we have um uh, some beautiful art that's been donated by Anthony Christau, of course, from Luminous Ages. Who you know, it's Christou, I think. I thought it was Christau. Oh, one of us is wrong, Christou. Christau, one of us is really sorry, Anthony. Ah, uh, see, the, the tricky thing is that uh, I don't think Anthony is actually his name because he's Antonios on um. Uh, I think uh, his Facebook profile. Well, let's call him Andy Christo. So Andy, okay, Andy Christo, Andy Christo. He's done added some art. Um, You're fired. Yeah. We also have um, we have a, a uh, photography group from uh, 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 on the coast who have donated seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of photography vouchers, which is fantastic. Um, Level Up Dice will be at. Labyrinth of the, the Gods. Bring money. Bring money. Just bring, bring money. Just bring all your money. Just so much give money. Give them all your money. Um, and we, uh, uh, Alex from uh, Level Up Dice, he is. Uh, they're finishing up a manufacturing run the week before uh, the Labyrinth of the Gods. Yeah, so you should
0: get some new, interesting exclusives there. Oh, if it's, you rock up! That's going to be.
1: It's going to be all the pre-release stuff. And Alex is putting together something very special for our winners so stay tuned yeah stay tuned next and week to find out more
0: <gasps> i uh, sort of have an announcement <gasps> what is um, that? i have i have two announcements one's boring announcements one's good one's a boring announcement just because it's i find it interesting personally and uh anyone who doesn't like it can uh you know if you're a punk i already know <laughs> yeah. no, that the cut that bit out!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god worse than cutting stuff with nap um now from a vocal horde point of view we've we've branched into an alternate I'm going to call it reality, um, and started uh, recording audiobooks for independent authors in Australia. So, any authors out there who are looking for audiobook recordings, it's usually an extremely expensive, time-consuming, stupidly confusing process, actually, when you look at how they traditionally do it. Um, Hit us up. Hit us up. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I'm I'm curious. How much is it normally?
1: Okay. Are we talking thousands of dollars, or tens of thousands of dollars, or hundreds of dollars?
0: It depends on how... it's, It's... Thousands to tens of thousands. Wow. If you get a c- celebrity, you can be getting up to the millions. Many ten- Not the millions. Well, yeah, it's depending on who you get it. If you get Johnny Depp to go, oh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. <laughs> I would give anything to have Christopher, Christopher Walken.
1: Walken reads Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Tigger,
0: hey, get out of my house. I'll go back to normal now. That was a weird aside. What
1: about Robert De Niro reading Winnie the Pooh? I'm not doing impressions. Shut up. I, no, I, I, I feel like we need to
0: now. Uh, no I can't do that one I um, uh, choose not to because I want to continue on with the momentum <laughs> that I've gained um, we can talk about that later um, where was I yeah so anyway audiobooks. but yeah um, usually uh, the low end of the scale you're looking at around about $300 to $500 an hour of finished audio so wow yep, an given hour th- giving that a normal normal because what you've got to remember as well you've got in that you've got probably an hour, hour and a bit of production time and an hour of recording because you've got to do post-production on the audio. unless you nail it first time. No one yep. ever does that. Um, so, yeah, but per finished audience, if you look at a book, a standard book, could be a novel, 10 or 11 hours long, multiply 11 by 300, you get your base rate for what it's probably going to be from the cheapest side, then you've got publishing fees and stuff like that. So Yeah, okay, so really
1: 3 to 10 grand for a n- small novel. Yeah,
0: and... If anyone's ever listened extensively to audiobooks, um, there are a lot of audiobook readers who are crap, and they're bad. And those are the ones that generally cost that. So we're trying to destroy that model because we have a lot of good voice actors uh, who are very personable, very expressive, um, which often doesn't come across in books. I've heard an action book read where the intonation of the book was like, he entered the train, a gun, he yelled. Look, a gun, he's got a gun. Are you serious? (laughs) fucking terrible um so I, that actually i that actually reminds we're me, gonna break that industry
1: yeah that, that actually reminds me um years ago i was doing some um uh ibm uh server training and the materials were some of the most ridiculous materials i've done those oh my god there's a guy he's a really american guy with a super super a really deep american voice. guy yeah, yeah like like uh. a, like a real like <laughs> southern accent um and it's really deep it's like think like barry white deep <laughs> And wow. and I still remember like my wife coming in and I was like slapping myself and she's like what are you doing I'm like I can't stay awake it's like six o'clock at night and I can't stay awake because this guy is like too soothing and too <laughs> calm and he's like putting me to sleep Wow that's not what you want for training you don't necessarily want a
0: hyperactive trainer because I've experienced that as well which is that's worse that's that's worse somehow but um yeah when you get that guy's like, okay turn to page five. <laughs> Enough of that. So anyway, that's what we're doing. The big oh. announcement, I just hit the desk and I told everyone oh. not to hit the production desk. Just really quickly. Making noises. So how do they find you? How do they find Vocal Horde? Uh Okay, well, if you're looking for us right now, you can get in touch with us via Vocal Horde, which is VocalHorde.com. Cool. Easy. Uh, however, the entity that's doing audiobooks is a sub company of Vocal Horde. It's got a different name that will be released over the course of the next two weeks. Cool. Um, only because VocalHorde, uh, that's our video game entity. Makes more sense for video games, is not the best name for. Like if you if you're getting a you know a romance novel recorded, it's recorded by Vocal Horde. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck your book. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, that's good. Big exciting one. Exciting one. Okay. Uh this is our announcement for the week, which yeah, maybe we should have led with, but we didn't, so I don't care. On the eighth of December, keep the night of the eighth free. Uh what year? What year? I'm just writing this down. That's all. <laughs> oh, 2016, 2015, Marty. You had you had to check that on the calendar, didn't you? No, no, I did look at my f- looked at my phone. Um. So anyway, the eighth of December. Sorry, don't. D- 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 don't let me interrupt. No, of course not. Um, I'd say 6:30 p.m. onwards. Um, uh, is that at night? That's why we've got a p.m. after it. Thursday the eighth. p.m. They don't even know what it is yet. Dyson Pixels Christmas Party. Now, this is a special thing. This is a fans and devs large-scale Christmas party. We invite all of our fans to come along. We're getting as many of the devs that we've interviewed, as many local Brisbane devs can come on, so everyone can basically meet up, eat delicious tapas. We've we've set it at a Brazilian restaurant that has some of the best food I've ever eaten in my life. Um, fully stocked bar. Looks pretty amazing. Fully stocked bar. Lots of space. Really comfortable. Lots of parking. Near a train station now, it's open. Oh, yes. Mango Hill train station. Um, so, it's actually at North Lakes at the Fusion Brazilian restaurant. So, we have booked out the entire restaurant, people. So
1: So, rock up, have a drink, have some food. And you know what? Even if you're not a fan... And you don't have any interesting games? Yeah. Why are you listening to this? Why are you listening? Yeah, to this? You, 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 listening yeah to you fit. This? A Who gave really, you this? You fit a really interesting niche. People um, that listen to podcasts about gaming that don't actually game—that is an interesting. Yeah, come niche. on, anyway. But <laughs> even if you're an aspiring dev, uh, or you know, you know what? Just come, just come come, come, come for us, come for us. Are you? Will you be coming? I will be coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make a note. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe we should just cut that entire part of the show. But, but yeah, um, no,
1: come along. Come along because
0: we're, it'll be a good night anyway. It should be fantastic. So what I would ask is we're going to have an event go up uh, as you're reading this. Reading this? What am I on? Yeah. Listening to this podcast. Who reads a podcast, really? Um, there's an event on Facebook. Please RSVP. The reason for that is we do have to eventually cap the numbers for legal reasons and fire reasons and stuff like that. So... Please RSVP. Um, We may close the event if we get too many. If not, you know, it doesn't matter. RSVP. RSVP. Come -hmm. along. Should be really, really awesome. It's a chance to meet some local Brisbane-based dev talent, have a chat, meet some of the people we've had on the show, and for a bunch of gamers to get together and eat snacks and drink. And you get to hang out with us. I mean, (sighs) that's really the big draw. Well, I've been trying to avoid that. I mean, (laughs) that's kind of the... There have to be concessions you need to make in order to enjoy the event. Yes, we'll be there. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. So, that's great. On to news. On to news, my friend. Um. You're not my friend. Go away. Um, oh, that was mean. <laughs> I know. I'm great at that. <clears throat> Some of the things that are in the news this week. Uh, I miss Nap. A lot of these are... miss <laughs> Nap. I miss all of the stuff I had to cut from the show that <laughs> Nap wasn't allowed to say on air. Um... There's a few things uh, in the works this week which are interesting. There's uh, the guy, Paul W.S. Anderson, who directed the Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of those are there now? Uh, There's a lot. L- uh, Eleven. There's thousand. Uh, okay. Well, all of the Resident Evil movies, I've honestly lost track, Um, has expressed that he really wants to do a Monster Hunter movie, which is uh, based on a Nintendo IP. Um,
1: Did you like that game? Uh,
0: Monster Hunter trade was okay. I... I didn't get as much play as I wanted to. It seemed pretty cool, but there was a lot of lore and background to the world that I didn't Yeah, I couldn't quite I couldn't quite get into it. But should be interesting to see what comes from move for that, so keep that in mind on that. Uh New Vegas, the previous the previous installation before Fallout 4 of the Fallout series. Um a huge new total conversion mod is coming out for that in the coming Ooh. weeks. Um now I haven't written down the name of that mod, so we'll just advertise this on the Facebook page. It's not out yet, um, but it contains drivable vehicles, new weapons, tank-style things, and space flight. What? So, yeah.
1: Does that really fit in with the Fallout universe?
0: I don't. Well, yeah. There is a lot of there's a lot of uh, add-ons and stuff that talk about you know alien spaceships crashing, crashing well, and crashing and stuff like that. So I can see it could, it could fit into the universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, looks very interesting. Looks a lot of fun, and honestly, for those of you who waited years and years for Fallout Four, only to be kind of disappointed, this looks like it might actually be what you've been waiting for I, think I thought Fallout Four was like wildly successful it was, yeah well or was a wildly played yeah, they are two different things yeah um it's it suffered from a problem to a smaller degree of what happened to No man's Sky, which was so much hype built up over so long that it was never going to meet it and the thing is Bethesda make very solid games. They don't make incredibly they make worlds you can absorb yourself in, but the stories generally you go, oh god, I have to play this major storyline. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go into this other thing. So looks really good, really good. Um, another thing in the news, uh, Star Citizen, which has been around for ages now, which you've got to be aware of. You're not big okay. <sighs> for the pucks in the room, we'll go over <laughs> what Star Citizen is. Years and years ago, there was a space series of games called Wing Commander, which you have oh, to remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Roberts. Yep, went into retirement back then and went. Yeah, no, I'm quitting gaming. Oh, it's hang not on, there. wait a minute. Yeah, came no, I back. Know. I do know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, there's been a lot of controversy about this because their Kickstarter campaign, which I think was originally raised like a million bucks, but he hasn't delivered, has he? Uh, they have been delivering things in Alpha Beta, so they're continuously pushing out content, but it's not out yet. It's not finished yet, and the reason is they keep making the universe bigger and improving it, and that's it's right. becoming this. Now it is amazing. They got Mark Hamill and Jesus. Who are they had? Um. They have a lot of top name actors that have mm. started to appear in this now. Um, yeah,
1: but they keep they keep changing their own goalposts. They keep
0: making it bigger and, and setting the Gold Coast further ahead. So the community is starting to get a little bit frustrated that the game they've paid for ages ago has not come out. I stopped playing the, the alphas, even though I, I do own the game. Um... But, uh, yeah, so a lot more criticism going on that, but they've decided that they're going to start sharing their internal timelines on deliveries and targets, which should be interesting because I don't think a lot of gamers will get that a target uh, is not a release date. No. So that could go good or or bad, but they've now, interestingly, through that Kickstarter and their online campaign and selling it, they have now raised $132 million. What? Yep. Are you serious? Yep. That is um, is one of the... That has got to be the most successful uh not quite a grassroots campaign, but yeah, campaign ever now there's been My stuff in the media was. about how uh, like he was you know giving money to his family and just sucking it out of the company, but I don't think of it as substantiated. I sense a lot of it's kind of originated from those dark corners on 4chan where everything originates uh and the other notes earlier this week, mass effect andromeda oh not earlier this week, a couple of weeks ago mass effect andromeda's. Cinematic trailer launched. I love the Mass Effect games. There's another trailer coming in December. Watch out for that. Um, and slated for a release in spring 2017, which is what, our winter? Autumn. Yeah, autumn. Wait. Spring? US, US spring 2017 will be our autumn.
1: What's that like August? I don't know.
0: Yeah, times, months. I don't it's know. all meaningless to me. doesn't matter. I never leave the room.
1: Um, so anyway. It won't get released here then anyway. Uh,
0: no, they do generally do worldwide releases now. Most games. For AAA. Triple AAA triple games, yeah. Mass Effect is a oh, AAA yeah, a game. Double A. But also indie games. No, indie games get released in one place and they're worldwide. Yeah, and Steam.
1: Oh, no, 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 because there's an American Steam store.
0: Yeah, but the timelines are basically the same for most indie games. There's no point in limiting them. Yeah. And not releasing them unless there's some regional reason where someone's going to get offended and. Sue your country or burn you to the ground. What are you talking about? 132 million.
1: Where did that number come
0: from? Some of the research that I've been doing on the page. It's not, that, not just through their Kickstarter because their Kickstarter oh, raised the initial funds. Yeah, and then right. they started selling pre-purchases which came with ships. Funnily We've, enough,
1: Exploding Kittens was one of the highest funded. I'm not surprised. That was amazing. It's amazing. I love that game. Exploding Kittens. Just take a guess off top of your head. They had a $10,000 goal. Guess how much they got funded? Seven hundred billion dollars. Well, close. Uh, no, eight point almost eight point eight million.
0: Wow! <laughs> awesome. Now that's cool. Okay, now on to our games. Good to play some good games this week.
1: Oh yeah. Um, Not like last week. No, no, no. no Actually, no, no. Well, no, we did play some. Some
0: cool of games. the reviews. Some of the reviews of last week's were the ones that the, the reviews were better than the games. Frankly. Yeah. Oh, I think I No, Did I take? Did I? I get you, you, I'm having a seizure again. Um, I said that thing last week about the, the word addictive and addicting, didn't I? Was that not on air? Huh? Was that not on what air? What are you talking about? Okay, listeners out there, if you ever review a game on a mobile platform or Steam, or Steam, and you say, this game is addicting, I don't know who you are, and I don't know where you live, oh. but I will hunt you down, and I will kill you.
1: You did say that, you freak. Yeah, I'm, I may uh. be a bit of
0: a grammar Nazi. The word is addictive, not addicting. <laughs> Your wrong rant- word. Addicting your, is a word. You're using it wrong. Shut your rants up. are addicting. Your fucking <laughs> pineapple. I'm run out of swear words I
1: can say on air, so I'm just gonna start. Really, I don't think you're try trying hard enough. Abby. Oh, this is so beautiful. This game. So Abby was. It's by a developer that I met uh, down in um, Pax. Actually, um, they're a Chinese developer um so they came over to pax from china um we're in the indie, they're in the indie game area um and they had uh this just beautiful game named abby so they've given us a um just a a bit of a, a sneak peek lilith games name the company by the way yep um it is a it's a puzzle game it's not a um it's not a like a, a point and click puzzle game it's a you're a little robot with a big robot friend who follows you around and you can switch between whether or not you act as the big robot or the little robot, and you have to just find items, solve puzzles, talk to the denizens that are around, which are other robots. And it seems to be that the storyline is essentially that all the humans have disappeared, and nobody quite knows why. Mm. And there's a lot of um, alluding to this little robot and its robot friend left all the other robots behind somehow. It's got a... There are two vibes I got from this
0: game. Um, to, to be clear, we're only a part little way into this game. Oh yeah, we the, had, the we we puzzles. Have... The puzzles are quite tricky, but that's great. Yeah, They're it's really great. great. I love it. The art style reminded me a lot of uh, Wall-E. Oh yeah, Disney. Yeah, um, the robots. But it's beautiful art. The graphics in this are just. It's all hand paint. Well, painted. Yeah, digitally painted. The... Oh. This, awesome. game, this
1: game actually reminded me a lot of, um, uh, did you ever play um, uh, uh, Machinarium?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes, very, very similar.
1: Yeah. Reminds me a lot of that. Uh, a lot more colourful, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like it's, all like pastely colours. Yeah.
0: So, no, we got to check out the demo of this. So, that this is one we're going to um, post links and true information and mm. screenshots. Oh, check this game out. Keep an eye on it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I
1: don't think it's available yet on Steam. Not yet. Um, but as soon as it comes out, grab it. It's well worth the uh, well worth the play. Mm. At least everything I've seen so far, um, uh, unless it rapidly changes the style later on in the game. Obviously, we haven't finished it. It's um it's actually very challenging. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, unless unless the game rapidly changes throughout. Um,
0: I actually think um, this game, not just because of the art style, I'm not sure. I actually, while I was cooking dinner, left the music playing. The score oh, in the music. Really nice. and the mu- oh, th- this is one of those games that I think could easily win a couple different types of indie games awards. Yeah, particularly for sound. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on that. Abby, yeah. it is beautiful. Uh, we've got some screenshots we've shared below on some uh, gameplay footage, so go and check it out, people. It's, it's well worth checking out. Yep. And then... Dungentrus. Dungeon So, And you know what? You know what I think of when I hear Dungentrus? I think of Dungeons and Tetris. <gasps> am I, funnily am enough, I right?
1: Funnily enough, it's a, it's, it is a weird combination of uh, uh, rogue-type games or like net hack games. It's a rogue-like... Tetris. T-
0: yeah. And now no one, everyone out there is kind of going...
1: Ugh? Yeah, like, um, what the hell? So, okay. <laughs> this is how it works. So, you start, you choose a character... And you are sort of standing in the middle of a four by four block, or six, might be six by six block, um, that is completely blank. All right? Then what you do is you hold down your right click of your mouse, and it shows you the next piece of the dungeon, which you then. Have I didn't
0: to- know you could do that. I was just clicking randomly, dropping random bits. That was way more fun.
1: Oh no! You have to choose. You have to choose where the items go because you have different quests. So you say you have to find a certain oh, number of chests. Oh, I was just clicking or...
0: everywhere trying to make my way around the dungeon.
1: No, no, no. You... I'm tar-
0: See, I never read okay. those instructions at the beginning read the of the game. I just dive
1: in and click randomly. I didn't read the instructions either. But basically, you hold down the right click and you can move the block around where you want to put it. And there's different entrances into different blocks. If well, you, you can't
0: place it anywhere. It falls from the sky and it is affected by gravity.
1: Yeah, but all it does is drop to the very bottom of. Wherever. Yeah, wherever it can. So, so you tetris. need to assemble a dungeon have to have to in order dungeon to navigate. It's go. very cool. Yeah, and you have different quests. So some of them are just to kill a certain number of monsters, some are to find a certain chest, some are to find a particular person, and you just keep you have to just keep building this dungeon until you find the person. But the thing is if you um uh if you some way muck up the dungeon and you can't keep making your way or you accidentally wall yourself in, games over. Yep. Right. So it is very much like Tetris. It is so much fun. I was confused by the critical reviews on this game. Me too. Because like all the community reviews of this is
0: great. Watch this great. And the critical is going, oh no, don't no, no. What's wrong with you critics? Yeah. What what's where have you gone to have have they gone to the level of movie critics now where
1: every movie critic just universally pans every movie unless it's crap? Yeah, I would thoroughly recommend this game. I think it's like three bucks on Steam or something. That's great. It's yeah. it's easily worth three bucks. Everybody buy it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, now the next one I know you're excited about is Forts. Oh, I I I, can't. I know because you've been ejaculating all
0: over my uh, <laughs> Facebook feed about this game. I'm so sorry for that. Here's a cloth. Um. I want to have Forza's babies. Okay, now let me give you a bit of backstory about me. One of the first games that I really got into ever was Worms. The first Worms. Because they wouldn't like Worms with, you know, you know large weaponry, shooting Makes each sense. other, destroying landscapes. Probably one of the games that I've played more than anything else. And I'm pretty sure I own every single released version of Worms on every single platform it's come out on. Uh, including Worms Golf, which was actually worms better than yeah yeah okay slide aside worms worms golf is where you've got the you know landscapes you have a little worm and instead of firing missiles you actually have to hit a ball across the landscapes through various different devices and things to get it so it's like a massive putt putt game um but you still have mines and explosives and things to navigate it was fun i i played it i was sick one week and i think i played it for around about 60 straight hours and then Fell into a coma. Um, but that aside, that was good. Go check that out. Not any game. Not what we're talking about. Forts. So anyway, yeah. the thing that attracted me in forts when I first saw it is the artwork. It's got a very wormsy feel to the artwork. The way you move the landscape and navigate, very wormsy feel. Now yep. you haven't got a, uh, specifically got units that you walk along. You know, move along the land stuff like that. The idea is you build a fort. So you have construction materials, you have gunners, you have snipers, you have a reactor, which is in your fort that you have to protect. Yep. And then you have mines that you can create, which, you know, pull out ore that you use to then create different things to better your fort and build it, stuff like that. And the idea is through the campaign, you're given certain challenges, uh, like destroy their fort. So you have to put a little sniper behind a opening and closing door and shoot across at a barrel, which will blow up and destroy their fort. Um... Vice versa, they will launch mortars at you and stuff like that, and you have to survive, repair it, build better forts. So it's what I always wanted to do in Worms, but wasn't possible. And I used to try and do by digging little tunnels and putting girders everywhere. Um, nice, nice. So it is a construction fort warfare game. Um, campaign is pretty cool. Really cool. enjoying the campaign. However, multiplayer, I haven't got a chance to try multiplayer yet. This is where this game is going to be. Fucking fantastic!
1: Right, is this available on Steam
0: yet? This is not out yet. Okay, so Uh, we we can't actually post any video or anything about this game. I'm going to post a lot of links. Everyone, check it out and look at it. I believe there's a few screenshots and stuff. We'll go. We'll send you to their Facebook page and any pages that have got screenshots and things. But in the closed beta, we're not allowed to show any video or anything like that. So unfortunately, can't do that. As much as I would love to, because it's amazing. Um, The The other thing that I really enjoyed about this, the the graphics are very well, well done. It's beautiful graphics. It is so refreshing to have a game where the tutorial voice is an Australian chick. That must actually be a little unusual. It is unusual, but... I like it because you get so used to hearing like the tutorial voice going, click here for 700 credits and then move to this sector. And then every now and then you'll get a game that comes out of um, the UK, which will have you know an English accent or something like that. You rarely get an Australian accent. And when you do get that in games, it's usually the guy that's not a main character in the background of a Halo mission that goes,
1: we got to go in here. <laughs> and that's yeah. basically all you get. <laughs> and he always dies. So is... Um- is, is the voice, is it just a regular voice or have they gone? It's regu- It's a regular so, so, so voice. So, so it's it's not, not like a comedic. Right, right. So it's not like a North Queensland accent? No, that would be terrible. All right. F- move your fucking units over there. <laughs> I have a brilliant idea for a Kickstarter campaign now.
0: <laughs> um, which I don't know what would you call it. You, you call the game Thongs or something. <laughs> it would basically be warfare in a, a platform warfare game in Australia. <laughs> it's this dubbing of all games, kind of like um, Bajar style. There's a mate of mine that came up with a comic, <laughs> I think it was called like like Barry the Vampire or something, Bazza the Vampire or something like that. And it was the idea that there's this guy like up in somewhere near the Northern Territory that became a vampire, but he was just like this worthless heap of shit. <laughs> and so he like used to go out at night in this beaten up old Datsun to basically try and um, attack people and get blood from them but because he was so lazy he always fucked it up and ended up saving people from danger um, I don't believe that comic ever got made I would have read that that's rife
1: for a game come on yeah game characters I would yeah. play that it would be similar did you, did you ever see the movie um, oh,
0: um, oh the horror movie with the guy with the shotgun with three barrels which was called un, not undead no 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 no. It was a zombie um, movie in Australia it's was quite good
1: uh no 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 it's um oh is it in the uh in the darkness or something? It's um uh Sleepless in Seattle. N- yeah, that's it. Forrest uh, Gump. No, you know the guy who was in um Flight of the Concords? He was in this. Robert uh, De Niro.
0: <sighs> which one? The guy with the very... okay, which one? The little guy I don't even know what's the to little guy vampire
1: <laughs> guy in Flight of Concord. The little guy
0: or the really tall guy that was in the tall guy. The really tall guy that's in a lot of stuff. Uh, I've forgotten his name, so I can't help
1: you. What We Do in the Shadows. That's it. What We Do um, in the Shadows. Yeah, that was a um, uh, that was a movie back in 2014. What was it about? And it's literally about a group of vampires. It's a mockumentary about a group of vampires in New Zealand. That sounds great. It is. That's, it sounds it great. is
0: actually really good. Um,
1: anyway. Okay, oh, yeah. we got
0: on a tangent. Forts. 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 How my babies? Forts. Oh, my God. I, um, I cannot... Forts. Anyone forts, that forts, liked forts, likes forts, those kind of forts, games, forts, it's strategic shut up, forts, shut up, <laughs> I will burn you. Um I will I have matches in this here studio somewhere.
1: Where are my matches? I don't know. Anyway, I forts. want to set you on fire. So um what's good looking fire, forward good, to- fire
0: and- good. So many explosions. Fire fort's fire big good, large. Works. Fire bad. Yes. Do not touch fire. So
1: is there gonna be an open beta of this? So that you know
0: Um, I'm I'm unsure. Right. Um I'm not sure exactly how far away from Elise it is, but everyone, my God, follow this so page. We're just, so good. So where is to, this? This is really just going to have to take your word for it because I don't have a key. Just saying. Well, I'll show you after this. You can you can look at my computer and pretend you're playing through me. No, that's not good enough. Game it's vicariously. Game vicariously.
1: Um, yeah. Anyway, so Forts
0: good. Really good. Okay. Um, multiplayer. Yeah, well, we need to get you a copy. Yeah, we need my God, multiplayer has yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We need a copy so we can test that. Um, and last one is Novus Incendio. Is that the fucking name of this game? Because I swear to God, I can't ever No-vis remember its name. Novus Incendio. Because I, I, I bought it on Steam. It was like 20 bucks. Um, it is... Novus... Is this a Christopher Nolan Inceptio. movie? Inceptio. Inceptio. Novus Inceptio. So it is a Christopher Nolan, Nolan movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. What the hell is the name of this game? Novus Inceptio. Okay, Novus by Christopher Incep- Nolan, by Christopher <laughs> Nolan and Batman. <laughs> out of so, this is a development studio, uh, studio based out of Prague. Um, this is one of the prettiest games I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, it is extremely early access. Okay, so there's a, there's a lot of people that have gone on and written reviews for it, and they've all said. Look, it's really early access, I, but we like I it. don't think...
0: I'm going to get under fire for this, but I don't think people should be allowed to review... Early access games. No, and that's actually what a lot of these reviews um, have said. I, th- ex- I think well, maybe maybe they can say comments about them, but I do not think they should be able to give it a positive or negative
1: review. Well, the funny thing is, is that a lot of the critics have given it fairly average reviews. The critics are idiots, late. man. Yeah, no, what idiots. have we proven? They're Other stupid. Mons. They're all codplayers. Um, the I got to stop that. Well, stop. You are a COD player. No, no I'm, I'm not. A piece of shit. Single player. Um, no. So I'm a codplayer. <laughs> no, Leave me no, alone. But- but there's there's a whole bunch of players who've bought the game and gone on, and they all start the same way. They all say this is a really early access game, <laughs> but it's great and it has potential. And basically, um, now I they, there's no real tutorial in the game. Um, it was very choppy for me visually. Um, yeah, but that's because your laptop is crap. It's not crap. It's, it's a, crap. It's no, but it's a couple of years old, so it is a little bit behind the times. I was on the it's lowest twenty four months of crap. Yeah, I was on the lowest graphical setting, and it was still look. It looked great, but when you move around and stuff, it was very choppy. The controls are a little bit bulky as well, so the camera just sort of, like, swings around. Um, to,
0: to give people an idea what it is, is a survival morpeg set in a post-apocalyptic world that mixes science fiction and fantasy.
1: Yeah, so I... I, I
0: like the sound of this. I aliens I and think, zombies together at last.
1: I think what this game is going to be is that you... Clone yourself, and you create generation generations of yourself and your descendants over and over, and then live through them. Been there, done that. In a survival, in a, in a survival setting. So I don't think there's zombies or anything like that. Um, but it's uh, you basically start off in. I'm not going to say spaceship. It looks it looks like a base that's been deposited into the side of a mountain. That's just in the okay. middle of wilderness, um, and. All throughout, this is one the of those ship. things, that, you know, in Star Trek, when they used to do little research. Yes, things that's exactly and build what it reminded build. me. of. There you go, exactly what it reminded me of. Um, but much bigger, and all throughout this is about. I think it was two two levels to this thing. There appear to be um, uh, like half and fully grown clones, uh, male and female. So I don't know, I don't know how it works exactly. But um, this is
0: reminding me of that episode of uh, Red Dwarf where Rimmer had to create a society out of just his DNA, and he tried to create females, and they were just, rimmer, females. And then he 600 years <laughs> later, had created an entire civilization.
1: Yeah, that sounds very similar. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, and then you go out, and you can go and, say, chop down trees and get wood, and get sap out of the trees, as well as take the bark away. So um, you can go and kill animals, and get meat, and hide, and feathers, and fur, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so it's um, got a lot of the traditional elements of... Yeah, um... but then the crafting menu... Is just fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, there's so many options, and I couldn't
0: actually work out how but to craft that's anything. That's the polar opposite of Minecraft, where you could originally in the first Minecraft, where you could well, the first mm. the first Minecraft, um, where uh, it had no instructions, no guide. There were no manuals on the internet, and it was basically you can craft a lot of stuff, but. I'm not gonna tell you how. Yeah, this is so It's the opposite. I think from the sound of it, they actually have an interface that
1: shows you all of the they things give you can you Everything craft. But, they yeah. but they don't tell you how to find any of the ingredients. Now, I would hope that when this game actually gets formally released, um they'll have some tutorials and some sure guides. They need, yeah. Um they'll make it a little bit more intuitive, the crafting interface. Mm. Um but yeah, you can build like little huts and stuff. Um Does the world feel alive? Yeah. It feels real, yeah. And there's, um, it really does. And there's, um, because not to pick on Seven Days to Die again, but that world felt very plastic to me. Oh yeah, no, no. This, I, um, I was actually hoping that this was a, um, just a, a better version of Seven Days to Die. Seven Days to Die, um, was fine, but it had its downsides. The crafting was, the crafting wasn't great. Yeah. Um, the crafting was really all about building a shelter to hide from zombies. Yeah. Uh, and then you can only do that for so or, long before you get bored. Or uh, crafting impossible items. So, is there a, is there
0: in the alpha? Is there so far an established like? Is there a quest line, or is it just no? There's nothing. Go out and do stuff. I'm wondering if they're going to do that final because this is a world that sounds like a story of what happened.
1: Oh, I'm not even getting gonna, uncovered. I'm would actually, be great. N- I, I'm actually not even going to say this is alpha. Obviously, it's pre-alpha. This this feels. This is more, an engine test. This is an engine test. That's kind of cool. Um, the world itself appears to be, uh, or it is, sorry, um, procedurally generated as well. So oh. think no man's sky, but crafting, and not on alien worlds. Although I assume that this is an alien world, I'm I'm assuming it's not Earth. Yeah, okay. There's there's nothing to indicate that would not be the yet. case or not. Not, not yet. yet. So it's it's all coming. But this is if this is what this game is going to be, where um because on because on the um. On the character, on the, the stats, you can see that, you know, male, age 19, generation 1. Yeah, now, so you're taking a guess here. I'm taking it a guess girl. here. But if this is what it's going to be where you live your life and then you create more clones and more people to... Are there any
0: other people? Oh, it's a Morpeg. There should it's be other more people. It's a but Cause I... Because I'm going to go... Because if it's just a game about one guy who's cloned himself billions of times, that is going to save on texture and model development. <laughs> I'm for the I'm,
1: developer, but it could get a bit strange. I'm thinking that what the storyline of this game is probably going to be is it's either going to be that everyone's been wiped out and this is a kind of arc to reboot the human race. Okay, cool. So it's not just one set of DNA, it's, it's lots of different sets. Um, uh, or this was some kind of... Um, uh, it is actually a spaceship that's like landed on another planet and planet deposited itself Humanity's now extinct and this, and this Destroying is, all our resources not, not, blah, 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 blah. not even that necessarily It could just be that This is a Like a generational ship But you know how Yeah but the best story Behind those is Well we fucked Earth And then we had to leave Yeah And we found another planet it And then be, we all died It could just be a colony It's a bad day And the colony is basically Yeah like you're Thousands of light, light years Away from Earth Developing a colony Of, of humans and, and build it up Of course there's no Description of any of this When you go into the menu It's Novus Inceptio Start game. There you are. Like that's it. There's and there's no help. There's. It looks like there's little like computer panels which you can't use them yet. You can't use them yet. Yeah. But I'm guessing that will. That'll be you interface the story. things. The developer too. It sounds very okay. cool. So
0: that could be one to keep an eye on. Oh yeah. I'll add I, to, I really add to your watch list. I'll, I'll actually um I'll, I'll show you that after this as well. That's kind of cool. Well, all of the games we've gone through a couple of them um early, Well, actually, nearly all of them except for Dunjetris. Oh no, you can get Novus Inceptio, um, yes. Abbey and Forts. Don't think you can get yet. But keep an eye on them. They're great.
1: Digitrist, you can get it now. Get it. It's three bucks. It's worth it. It costs less than a coffee. Oh, it look, like it's a nice little puzzle game. Um, you know, it's not something that you're going to play for days and days and days and days and days. You don't
0: know me. You can't
1: judge me. Well, what I, do. I don't think it is. I know it, people that have played Bejeweled nonstop for like 25 Actually, although weeks. in saying that, I've... Um, uh, uh, see, I, I never really liked Rogue. Um, I actually always mm. thought that was a little bit too polished too yeah. polished yeah yeah so um, there was a precursor to it called NetHack yeah and I used to play NetHack and I used to play that for just
0: days I, this is the first time I've ever heard anyone go this game was too polished you should do a review on it on oh, NetHack no, no 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 no, on Rogue, Rogue. Oh, piece of shit too polished Look at these what fucking, are they
1: thinking what do they think they are with these rounded edges it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> they took a game that was great with all these jagged sharp ends and these they added a budget and polished it <laughs> and actually, believe it or not, a budget and polish can destroy um the inner workings of certain things. Look
1: what happened to Neverwinter Nights three 2, Neverwinter Nights two. Yeah. Yeah. Neverwinter Nights, one of the best games ever made. Yeah, but they already had they had a budget. But then Never Neverwinter Nights two was absolute dog shit.
0: A lot of sequels are dog shit. Hollywood.
1: Yeah, but that has no Why
0: excuse. You, no, but everyone should have learned this from Hollywood. Bowser's Sometimes Gate, you Bowser's don't Gate make 2,
1: sequels. Tales of the Sword Coast. Um, I think there was um, there was another uh, one in there as well. Something to do with um, something of Am or something. Am. Um, and it was the or- tale of Amway. Tale of Amway. Trans- Baldur's <laughs> Gate. Tale of Amway. Um, they, a terrible. Game. They managed to get it right. And then they made Neverwinter Nights. Fucking brilliant. Neverwinter Nights two.
0: Yeah, that was balls.
1: What the hell happened?
0: I think they tried to take it in a different direction, which is usually when things fail.
1: Yeah. this Just got away from the D&D feel. Yeah. And instead try to make it like an adventure game. There's right? a message
0: for you guys out there. Don't try and do anything new. Be a sheep. Create yeah. the same thing over and over. What are you doing? Are you yeah. trying to be innovative? Stop it.
1: Don't be bad.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to kill myself. Um, well, I think that brings us to the no. end of the show. No. No, it doesn't. No? Because there's a couple of things which are worth mentioning. Aha. No. There is another podcast uh, we are actually starting in the near future, I know, and it's very exciting. Yes, um, we have so many podcasts. Oh, D and D focused one, mm-hmm. and and this one not yet named. So we're going to call it the unnamed podcast. Now, what we're actually going to be doing—it's going to be me and another a special co-host, which we'll be announcing during the next few days. Um, we're going to—it's not going to be an ongoing, permanent series that will never die, like Dyson Pixels, because you'll never kill this podcast. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a seasonal based podcast examining different internet phenomena so we're going to be covering such things as uh you know things like memes and things like the origin of where they came from in the dark corner that they were born from birth from which is 4chan looking 4chan. into that looking into some of the interesting dark history of the internet where it all began how things happened some of the big events um i think i actually I think I actually catalogued most of these in that song that I did, We Didn't Ruin the Internet, yeah, where I chronologically yeah. list all the major events and memes of the internet. But we're going to go through and do a, kind of more of an in-depth chat about that mm. uh, with one of the filthiest people that I know, oh, yeah. who is just
1: rife with the filth. Um, uh, and also looking at things like, for example, uh, really simple things like the rise of YouTube. Yeah. I mean, the fact that when YouTube came along, that's, well, that's when shit really got real. That's really? when. Well, YouTube. Um, we won't
0: go into now, but YouTube obviously birthed the ability for people to self-publish mm. um, content. Which, once again, referring back to the pod, the thing I was just talking about with Felicia Day. That's uh, that's
1: how yeah uh, the guild and became you, so. And do you remember? Just on a side note, do you remember? I think I can't remember the number. I think it was Lonely Girl fourteen. Do you, you remember? Lonely Girl fifteen. Lonely Girl fifteen. Remember oh,
0: that? it's no, no, in the song. Yeah, that was a phenomena, and that, that was, was a very well engineered trick. That's what that was.
1: Well, it was a story, and it was about a girl who basically went missing or on the run. I think it's been a long oh, time. It's since been a long time to watch it. To... There was someone following her and stuff like this. But yes, yeah, so yeah. Many and it was and it was basically it was it was portrayed as being real, and people saw it on YouTube and were like, "Oh, this must be real." No, it was totally fake. It was all a narrative, and she was an actress. But it was so well made, and it was one of and nowadays that's that's not a new thing. No, 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 this sounds, sounds like But that coming. was the, the, first, the very first, thing one. of that kind. So that's where that came
0: from. We're going to be examining the things like podcasts, which start up, which essentially rebirthed um, talk radio. Yeah. Talk radio was really, really dead for anyone over the age or under the age of, you know, thirty. Yeah, they didn't care. Podcasts completely reinvigorated that industry. And this is all this is stuff that we're going to be going into there. There's um, there's a section that we're going to be going in on internet behavior, which is really, really interesting. For instance, did you know that internet behavior when you study it, uh, can be most closely linked to swarm behavior of insects. Yes. That's why when something goes viral, this is what happens. People swarm and it explodes. Um, and also cover some of the more scientific things like I, I believe it's... Um, don't quote me on this. I think it was Stephen Hawking. There's a couple of scientists who have come up with a... When you look at the internet from how it works and moves, it, it meets most of the characteristics of a living organism. Yes, I remember Just seeing Fucking that. terrifying. yeah. yeah. Hello, like so- Skynet. Because it's like
1: self-replicating in- and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. um. So yeah, so that should be a really exciting, really interesting podcast.
0: So we'll keep everyone posted on that. But in the meantime, keep the eighth free Dyson Pixels Christmas party evening, six thirty p.m. Address will be on our Facebook and Twitter pages and on the website. Uh, please, please RSVP via Facebook. We don't want people sitting in pot plants and stuff like that because it's happened before, and you just get wet and yeah. soggy. Maybe and someone it's comfortable. It. That's already wet. But yeah. So wet.
1: Anyway, it should be fun. Hope to see you on the 8th. Um, But uh, we'll have another podcast between uh, now and then anyway. Probably.
0: We've got our Christmas episode coming up, Mm -hmm. which is going to be a recap of uh, the year in gaming. Should be fun. Should be excellent. All right. This is Puck. Good night, everyone. This is Cubal.